Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm Emma Cantor, Associate Children's Book Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with author illustrator Catherine Dennis about her debut picture book, Snakes on a Train. The book is out on January 8th from Fiewell and Friends, which is sponsoring this podcast. Catherine Dennis began her artistic career at a young age, drawing on walls and sidewalks and creating her own comic strips. In her official debut as an author-illustrator, Snakes on a Train, boldly colored serpents board a train for a day of adventure until it's time to sleep. Thank you for speaking with me, Catherine. Thanks for having me. What was the initial spark for the book? Something tells me it wasn't the action flick Snakes on a Plane, but I had to ask. No, it sort of came from several little moments. Uh, I work as a part-time bookseller, and we had a hinged wooden snake in our toy basket for many years that made a clicking noise when you picked it up. And it fell apart recently, but it used to be one of the most popular toys among both boys and girls in the store. And I hated having to find that snake at the end of the day and put it back in the basket because I'm petrified of snakes. So this seems a little ironic. I would do a snake book, but I also had a conversation with a fourth grader in the store one day who was disappointed because he wasn't picked to take care of the, cl the class snake over a school break. And I started thinking about snakes and why all these kids were so fascinated by it, because it does seem to be something most of us are afraid of. And I kind of realized that trains have a similar shape to the long snake and steam trains make a hissing sound. So that seems sort of perfect for um, a bunch of snakes on a train for the day. And the snakes on a plane provided the inspiration for the title, obviously. And once you hit on the idea, what was your process like? Did you focus first on the images, the text, or both? Um, I started out life as an art director in advertising, so I storyboard. <laughs> and I probably don't do things the way that they're supposed to happen. But because the book is so simple, I really saw the visuals and I thought about what would these snakes do on a train? What would they see out the window? What would their day be like? And went from there and kind of started sketching out on a 32 page, um, you know, outline what would be happening and then made notes and started writing the text underneath each of the pages as I started to figure it out. And the text is full of alliteration, onomatopoeia, and repetition. Hiss goes the sound of the train. Did you experiment with reading it aloud as you were writing? Oh, yes, absolutely. And I want to mention I have never written anything in a rhyme before. And normally you're told when you're trying to break into children's publishing not to do that. So I was worried at the time that everything I was doing was probably wrong. But uh, because I do story time at the bookstore with a lot of toddlers and 
babies and they have very short attention spans and will sometimes crawl away in the middle of the story. I found that the books that they really held their attention did have a simple rhythm and rhyme. And that was really what I was trying to capture was that repetition that they could come back to and that they could sound out with you at certain parts of the story. And according to your bio, in fourth grade, you created your first project, a comic strip about a platypus. Kids can be tough critics. Do you remember how your self-published comic went over? I don't really, but there were several kids who did pay a, a nickel for this. So there, there was some money to be made. <laughs> so. Did you feel like you were encouraged from an early age to pursue storytelling and art? I think so. I mean, it really was something that I was constantly doing art as a child. And I didn't grow up to become an illustrator necessarily. It was much more the conceptual side of, of the words and pictures and advertising. And this is kind of a later life sort of thing that I'm doing. And what was it that inspired you to make that switch from advertising to kids' books? Um, it was... You know, you spend a certain amount of time in the business and there's always shifts and things that happen. And I'd started in advertising and went on to work on packaging design for a tech company for many years. And eventually there were shakeups in the industry and our department was ended. So I started freelancing. And it was at that moment that I signed up for a lot of writing classes at night through extension programs. And really kind of found something else that I, I really loved. And I was at this midpoint where I really wanted to start something new, try something different. And I did a one-day workshop at Hugo House here in Seattle on uh, writing for children. I didn't even know that was something that you could do, that there was this opportunity to work in children's books. And I learned about the SCBWI. And I went to my first meeting and I found this place and these people where I could uh, learn about books and get support and help. And that's kind of how it started. You're also the co-author of series for young readers, including Camp Secret and the Anatolia Step Mysteries. What about writing for that age group appeals to you? I think that I, I love middle schoolers and I love uh, that age, that 9, 10, 11, right before they become a teenager, where they really are their pure selves, especially for girls. They, they're kind of brave and, and they do the things they want to do and take chances before they try and become like everybody else. And Melissa, who I wrote with, uh, was volunteering at the International Spy Museum. She did a lot of children's programs. And she said, these kids just eat these mysteries and the whole spy espionage thing up. I really want to do some stories for them. And so, uh, and that's when I was doing a lot of the writing classes and we decided that we would work together to do these books. You also mentioned that you work at Magnolia's Bookstore in Seattle. Yes. What are some of the picture books you're excited to handsel this holiday season? Um, I would say that I go for the quirky odd books are the ones that I love. Um, I always Sandra Boynton and Leslie Petrelli, but um, 
uh, Stack the Cats has been a really fun board book that we have. I would say Snow Pony is a particularly, it's kind of a fractured fairy tale. And uh, great little miniature ponies in it. And are there any lessons from your day-to-day interactions with readers and their families that you bring to your own writing? I think that, especially with the toddlers, they're so focused. When they come into the store, they, they'll come in running, screaming books, which is so exciting because adults don't normally do that. And they get very attached to things. They point out all the books they have on their bookshelf to their parents. And they get very attached to certain things like trucks and trains and um They'll grab a book and not let go of it, and usually the parents will end up having to leave the store purchasing it, and it may not have been what they were hoping to pick out. So I, I think that sort of informed, I, I just watch what they gravitate toward. And will you be making any bookstore visits for the new book? I hope so, yes, and some library story times. What do you hope that young readers take away from it? Uh, I hope... It makes them laugh and smile, um, that it's fun for the parents to read as well as the kids. Um, I, I think, obviously, snakes don't usually star in picture books because they're not really cute and cuddly, or people don't think they are. So I'm hoping maybe this will change the perception of the kinds of characters in picture books and that it's a little bit, for a lot of parents, there's the play off Snakes on the Plane that makes it sort of funny. So... I hope that makes it interesting. And what's next for you? Are there any other projects coming along? Yes, I'm working on the second um, Snakes book. It's going to be, I don't know if this is the final title, but Snakes on the Job. And it will be um, snakes operating having construction equipment for a building project, because what else would a snake do after a train ride? I imagine there's a lot of opportunity to play with sounds again for that. Yes, definitely. It will have the same S sounds and the same play and the, the rhyming system. So, And then it becomes much more difficult the second time around to create a simple rhythm and rhyme. To wrap things up, what have you most enjoyed about this process of becoming a debut author-illustrator? I just, I feel very grateful that I have this opportunity and um, a great uh, editor and publishing house behind me that people have been fabulous to work with. And it's taken such a long time. I mean, as any author will tell you, I, I've been told no more than I've been told yes. So it's taken a long time to find something that clicked and somebody wanted to publish. Well, congratulations on the book, and thank you for speaking with me. Thank you. Once again, I've been speaking with Catherine Dennis, whose debut picture book, Snakes on a Train, is due out January 8th from Fiewell and Friends. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. Cast.